Welcome to ClearFit Coaching. My name is David Newcomer, and I am here to help you succeed. I've been fortunate to work with some amazing athletes, successful companies, and incredible clubs and nonprofits throughout my career. I've had the opportunity to direct events, expand charitable outreach, and develop some great friendships and relationships along the way. But maybe most importantly, I've developed and implemented plans to live a happy, balanced life. Plans that I want to share with you. I have a beautiful family, balanced financial objectives, and have worked hard to put myself in a position that allows for growth, curiosity, and fulfillment. I believe life begins at the edge of your comfort zone, so I'm going to help you push yourself beyond what you know and do today. It's a fun process and one that can lead to a lasting change that you and everyone around you will see and appreciate. There are a couple things that I want to talk about today. One is the strength of participating in an activity in real time, and the other is about the power of an individual who has discovered and fulfilled themselves genuinely. And I want to explore the power of magnification when two powerful qualities like this come together. The first point, participating in person, is pretty funny to consider. Radio, television, movies, and now virtual reality have moved us into areas of consideration that our grandparents or great-grandparents would never have imagined to have been an issue. But today, more than ever, with Zoom calls and virtual attendance being a daily experience for many, with the time that we watch others on social media and YouTube doing things virtually, with purchase delivery services of all types and flavors that remove us from even the basic face-to-face interactions of society, it's an area of concern. Last night, we attended the first in-person star party for my daughter's high school astronomy class. Her teacher, Mr. Mack, and his partner in crime, Mr. Berg, put on a very impressive event. They'd done a few online and virtually with the students, but this was the first that they'd done in person in the parking lot with some pretty impressive telescopes to share. One of the things that struck me and one of the things that's been on my mind this week is how much a difference it makes to participate in person. There are so many things that we take for granted with the availability of just about every known piece of information online. And for information's sake, it's incredible, but for the experience, the magic is lost. I've heard the topic of singularity come up a few times in the last couple of weeks. And this isn't a new concept. It's one that's been discussed for some time. It's, it's got a few variants in definition, but it's based on the idea that our computing power will be so great that we will benefit, essentially, from sinking our brains with the cloud. It's also defined as a point at which artificial intelligence surpasses our ability to think when AI becomes more powerful than the human brain and is used more directly with our day-to-day activities. Another aspect is that rather than querying the internet through a device, the idea is that we'll be able to do so directly in our thinking via nanobots that are within our bodies. Sounds very science fiction, but trust me, it's coming. One of the points that came up in this discussion is that travel could be achieved virtually. It's a cool idea, and there are certainly some circumstances where virtual reality and the use of the Oculus could really benefit some people who may not get an opportunity to see things in this fashion otherwise. The use of this tool for education has incredible potential. 
I'd encourage you to take some time to check out Brink Traveler as an example. It's one of the most impressive interactive demonstrations that I've seen. But is a substitution for travel? Not a chance. We can do a pretty good job simulating or replicating the sounds of a place. A decent job of the visuals and perspective of scale, but the smells, touch, taste, texture, temperature, atmospheric differences in altitudes, humidity, these are critical unconscious considerations in our experience. And the people, of course. Language, customs, interactions, and the chance to experience hospitality in new ways. I can see using a tool like virtual travel to decide maybe where to take our next trip, but not as a substitute. Speaking of people, watching somebody in their element is special. Mr. Mack had a lot of energy to share with the class last night, and it was he was running back and forth between some pretty impressive telescopes to get a planet back into focus or to accommodate for the rotation of the Earth. He had a five-inch reflexive telescope, by the way, that had a tripod with a motor on it that accommodated for the Earth's rotation so that when he focused on the planet Saturn, which was stunning through this telescope, it stayed in focus despite the rotation of our planet. He put things into perspective with comparative statements about the amount of time that the light entering our eyes had traveled to do so, from 1.5 seconds from our moon to 2.5 million years from the Andromeda galaxy, more time than all of human existence. His enthusiasm rubbed off on the kids, and it rubbed off on me too. For one girl that I was listening to, it was the first time she was going to look through an eyepiece on a telescope. It was her first time seeing something in the sky like this with her own eyes. And this kind of goes to the point about the internet. We've got amazing pictures of Saturn and Titan or Jupiter and its moons that are available to us 24-7 with a simple inquiry. But being able to see them from a parking lot close to your house through a telescope that's owned by your teacher is pretty cool. Mr. Max shared that Titan, one of the moons of Saturn, is the only other place in our solar system with an atmosphere that, like Earth, has a liquid cycle. It rains on Titan. I don't know for sure, but after just five minutes of observation, Mr. Mack seems to be one of those rare individuals who has not only discovered who he wants to be, but put himself there too. He is who he wants to be. He's doing what he wants to do, and he's excelling at it in a way that is meaningful and fulfilling and generous. Luck and circumstance plays a part. I know that different circumstances provide an environment that may be challenging or conducive to that kind of execution of self. But watching these two forces come together last night, the in-person participation and the strength of an individual who's fulfilled was incredible. It was a powerful and meaningful period of engagement, and it was an enjoyable experience for the students and for some of the family members that they brought along as well. It really was inspiring. Part of what drives me to do what I'm doing today is to help people discover their inclinations and talents and act on them. One of my strengths is to help people discover and develop their own, design their environments, and create the opportunities that you need to be the best person you can be. It's not easy. It takes time to discover and develop your talents, and courage to accept or take advantage of genetic predispositions that you have 
toward a sport, an activity, or subject matter, it can be challenging to extend permission to yourself or ask support of your peers to really explore an area of interest and possibility. And there are some circumstantial issues to take into account, such as available resources, the environment you find yourself in, family situations, etc. It's not an act of selfishness, though. Discovering who you are, who you're supposed to be, and having the guts to act on that can be one of the greatest gifts you can give those around you. You've got to be willing to go against convention from time to time, be open to new ideas, experience some failures, and fight like hell for success. The decision to pursue those things that you know in your heart to be a true calling, true talents, it's intimidating. But once you've taken some time to find your goals or to list those qualities that you know you possess and want to strengthen, then you can develop the systems to support those ideas and take things a bite at a time. When you establish a process to make small advancements on a regular basis, on a daily basis, there are tools that we can use to help accept the idea that results will take some time to manifest. Sidetrack, Duolingo does an amazing job with this. They incorporate a couple powerful tools to help you stay on track. It's a language app. I'm sure you're familiar with it. They gamify the daily experience and use the power of maintaining a streak to help you keep practicing. And there are similar habit apps that we can help, that we can use to help create a new or break old habits. Accountability is a powerful tool as well. Peer groups, trusted partners, and sometimes an outside source can really help to strengthen the investments you make in yourself. I hope you have a great weekend. I'm releasing this kind of out of sync, but I wasn't as impressed with the last one I did. So I wanted to put something out there a little more meaningful. Y'all mean the world to me. I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon. Thanks. This is David with ClearFit Coaching signing off.